Welcome to the Road to Black Podcasts, brought to you by the BJJ Physio. The BJJ Physio helps optimize the training of jiu-jitsu athletes so they can dominate their next performance. How do they do this? They provide strength and conditioning, physical therapy, and heart rate-based conditioning through a completely remote and online management system. Meaning you can be anywhere in the world and take your BJJ performance to the next level. Contact Dr. Wesley Reed at info at thebjjphysio.online or follow him at the BJJ Physio on Instagram to find out more. Also brought to you by Roll Union Jiu-Jitsu. Visit rollunion.com and follow Roll Union on Instagram to shop the latest jiu-jitsu styles. Roll Union brings you the best fitting gis on the market, the most comfortable rash guards, and premium soft jiu-jitsu tees. Next time you're in the market for some new gear, check out RollUnion.com for the stylish and the savage. Lastly, we're brought to you by DownToRoll.com. DownToRoll.com was born out of the need for an innovative way to find BJJ training partners during the COVID-19 crisis. With gyms being shut down for many across the globe, you can register at DownToRoll.com and find small group training partners in your area. You can message partners directly from the map and interact with other like-minded players on the Down to Roll exclusive network. Go to downtoroll.com and start training again now. Thanks for supporting our sponsors, and we hope you enjoy this episode of the Road to Black podcast. Hey, Wes. Paul, what's up, man? How are How you? Hey, Ben. Good. Good, good. Been a busy day for me as of... All, all the days are lately, but uh, it's crunch time. Got the holidays. We're, we're uh, scrambling for gifts for people. So, <laughs> man, you're you're not alone. Yeah. And uh, now the there's the added wrinkle of are my packages going to get to their destination? I know. I wouldn't in, count in on time. it at this point. I, no, I ordered some stuff yesterday, and um, my brother likes these the Danner like wicking socks. So I ordered him some, mm-hmm. some new socks and uh, I think it was like the last minute before they can arrive before right. uh, Christmas. And so I think, yeah, I think there at this go. point. I heard Amazon struggling to keep up. I don't doubt it. And the post office. So, I mean, this has got to be the biggest year ever for online purchases. Yeah. Just with, not only is everything moving in that direction, generally but now with covid and people not going out as much and shopping i mean it's got to be just that that industry is just blowing up hence why why he's made a billion dollars in the last three months or something (laughs) no kidding he is bankrolled during this whole thing for sure all those all those man those companies are they're busy real busy i mean that's that's the future you know even the groceries you know the grocery delivery and all that stuff it's packed when i go to the grocery store i'm like why am i still going to the store need to figure that one out (laughs) when i was living down in phoenix there was a we had an experience my wife was because you know amazon bought um whole foods whole foods yep and we lived by fairly close to the whole foods there in camelback and uh, we were doing some cooking and it was like well, let's just see if we can get it delivered. Yeah. And it was like within an hour we had it. Really? Door. Oh yeah. It was crazy. Nice. So game changer. Yeah, even, even groceries now are delivery. Yeah. So, well, did you watch world master 2020? You know it, you know it. I had a, I had a couple of athletes competing out there, um, from the BJJ physio, Nice. And uh, so I was really excited to watch those guys. And then we've just got a ton of teammates uh, mm-hmm. that were out there competing. And um, it was great to watch those guys. Great to watch those guys out there compete. What about you? Same. Yeah, I watched a lot. As much as I could during, you know, during the three or four days. But I missed some, I missed some matches that I wanted to see, but life got in the way. But my flow grappling was pretty much dialed in, and every time I was sitting down at my desk, either at work or at home, so um, had a couple of teammates take gold. That was awesome. But it was it was good, man. There was a lot of a uh, lot of good, great matches, and 
seems like there was a lot of uh, a lot of participants too. You know, yeah. So they still got a lot of attendance. Um, obviously, probably less than normal due to all this stuff going on and travel restrictions. But we'll see. The other, you know, it's probably going to be coming up again in six months, seven, eight months. It's crazy. I know. Yeah. So there's going to be another one. In, if there's going to, if they're going to have it at the normal time again, which is normally in August. How did yeah. your uh, athletes do? Uh, they both did really well. Um, one of them was, um, a, he had a shoulder injury and he had kind of got knocked around a little bit as far as like getting appropriate care. And, you know, he was messaging me that he might have to have surgery. And, um, I kind of pushed that. This is the backstory to how I, how he and I started working together. And, um, I kind of pushed back on that and I was, you know, I asked permission. I said, Hey man, I'm going to, if it's okay with you, I'm going to push back on that surgery notion a little bit. And he was like, yeah, man, of course, because who wants to, who wants to have surgery? You start going through the mental process of having surgery and it's like, well, you kind of welcome the idea of somebody being like, Hey, maybe that's not necessary. So, um, ended up working together with him. This was close to three months ago. Shoulder feels, um, his shoulder now is a complete non-issue. And he, he went out there and just, he performed great. I mean, he just did. So, and it's just so awesome seeing somebody go from, uh, this thing, this injury is nagging and hanging around and I'm probably going to have to have surgery to, um, two and a half to three months later saying my shoulder feels exactly like my other one. And it's a non-issue. Damn. Congrats. So, um, That's yeah, huge. It's, it's huge. It's That's a, crazy. I they just love, love to do, they'd love to do surgery. Don't they? They do. They love to do it. They do. And especially, let's you just know, do it. Let's just, let's get surgery. You go to the doctor. Oh, we can do surgery. Yeah, when That's you're the crazy, hammer, dude. it's crazy. When you're the hammer, you're when, always the nail, you know. And you don't need it. Yeah. So I mean, um, in this case, so far, so good. Yeah, and wow. you know, he put it to the test, man. And you know, part of our part of the stuff that we've been doing, it's not easy, uh, not easy work, and it looks just like a strength program because it is a strength program, but somebody's mm-hmm. gonna get out on the mats. Um, you know a really a four-way it's called a four-way shoulder really basic four-way shoulder it's not going to cut it you Mm -hmm. got to be pushing and dialing and you got to be have your your rehab process needs to get you strong to be able to maintain that so i was really i was really happy my other athlete uh uh was he was second on the podium so i just so so that's cool seeing uh yeah seeing those guys go from um, having injuries to, I, you know, I was following their, following their nutrition, tracking their weights, um, making sure, you know, they weren't overtrained going into tournaments. And, you know, both of them were just like, I've never felt this good going into a competition before. So, wow, man, when you hear the, when you hear that stuff, um, it's gotta feel good. It does feel good. Cause it's a completely different training paradigm than what, yeah. uh, you know that's that old school style of you have to grind it out in the gym um that's an old school style it's it's just an old thought process yeah um it doesn't have to be that way and um there's a different way to train now with new cutting a cutting edge techniques and tracking you know it's yeah. just analysis it doesn't, analysis you know data is data is king so. yeah congrats uh, Thanks, it feels man. good to be a part of that, something like that, when you've made such a contribution. Yeah, it's a lot, you know, you, I, I'm always monitoring these things and you, you know, it's a kind of nerve wracking because, you know, they're going out there, you know, I'm doing mm-hmm. a lot of their programming and, um, you know, you want to make sure that these guys are ready. So yeah, they put man, their trust in you. They put know, their trust in me perform. and I. I take that so serious. So when they go out there and they perform well, it, I have, it just, and putting their, putting their injuries to the test. I mean, there was no, there was no, um, 
lack of confidence that their these structures wouldn't hold. Yeah. So, which is huge. So, I, I get really excited about that stuff. And 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 I was training during watching some of those matches myself. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I watched a lot of Masters Worlds, a lot of <laughs> jujitsu this weekend. Awesome. So, it was good. Yeah, there was a Lovato technique that um, I actually. So I trained both days this weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, I think maybe. I think maybe I saw it on Saturday. I think he maybe went on Saturday. Yeah, it was. That's so he went on Saturday and it was like this new wrinkle of a position that I find myself in a lot from like top uh kind of mount where I like step up on one side and trap an arm. Yeah. And um I've been looking to add a new piece to that position and so he did this like spiral arm bar and I was like Oh, that's perfect. That's exactly yeah. what I needed. Sunday came around. I was training again and uh put that right into place. And so it's it's that's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to <laughs> I be love able when to that like, happens. It's great. I love it. Yeah. So when you can add those little I I'm at the level too where you I'm watching Instagram or something, watching somebody do some technique. I'm, you know, a lot of them just go in and out in one ear, out the other, but some of them a lot of times I'm just like, oh, I need to apply that. That one's going to work right here when I need that. You know, when yeah. that one, when this position doesn't work, I'm going to switch to this. And that's how I've developed a lot of my game in the last couple of years is doing that exact thing. Yeah. It's just finding little pieces and knowing when, when, when you can implement them and what's appropriate and what's not and what's going to work for your game. I mean, that's a huge part of it too. It's like, I'm, I'm not looking at tech. I, I appreciate all crazy techniques don't get me wrong but there's certain ones where i'm just not you know it's not my body type to be doing some crazy stuff you know so obviously you want to pick something that's more appropriate to your game you know yeah in terms of what you can apply or you know challenge yourself and yeah step outside the box but at this point i know kind of i know the game i play and i know there's many other positions and stuff that i need to get much better at and some I probably won't play very much at all, but yeah, there's just so much. It's just so deep, you know. It's yeah. like different guards have different, just so many different levels, and um, having just helped people out and taught a couple classes, and just I study a lot, so you just realize you realize the depth of you know, like I might have these three, four moves or or attacks from closed guard that i've been working or you know any pick a guard right but then you discover it's like oh look at all these doom boom 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 like three four more other ones it's like those aren't even part of my system here there's it's that's the beauty of jujitsu yeah you know it's just so deep there's just so many options yeah there really is and i was doing a film breakdown for um an athlete just today actually and uh i went through there were four videos and there were two videos that i broke down and it was like i went through these specific sequences it was a it was top and bottom half guard and both he and the other person were playing different half guard games and they were both really good matches and it became very apparent the, and we all know this, but nothing else happens. So I'll back up. So it became very apparent how critical just that underhook is. Yeah. And it was like all these sequences, like when I'd break them down, I'd, I'd break it down and then I'd rewind and I'd break it down and I'd rewind but I'd go through the whole sequence, whether it's a sweep or a pass or whatever it is. And I would track everything back to the underhook battle. And it was like, everything is won and lost off that really? underhook. That w- it was, it was really an interesting breakdown because, um, when I started looking at it, it was like none, you know, that getting up, you know, getting up on the side shoots the underhook and then and then you go into like okay you either take the back you can do like that push and then pull them back on top of you sweep or mm-hmm. you can 
outstep the leg and kind of dump them over onto the side and right into the over under. But mm-hmm. none of that happens without that underhook. Right. So like I was breaking down this game and it was like, honestly, it all, it all hinges on that underhook. Yeah. If you can win the, if you can win that small little battle, mm-hmm. none of this other stuff happens. So it just shows, like you were saying, the depth. Yeah. I mean, I don't, like one of my coaches told me probably it was a couple of years ago. I was just struggling with half guard, get my guard passed more than I needed to be. <laughs> and he was just like, you need to go, you need to get the underhook, like just start playing a different game. Cause I was like playing collar and stuff, you know, and like sleeve grip, collar grip, whatever it might be. But I wasn't even, I was making sure, you know, the top guy wasn't getting his positions trying to, but it's just a completely different game when you start going for the underhook, obviously. Yeah. You know, and in the gi, from that, you know, it's in with no gi, it's more common, right? I mean, yeah. you're going to play more underhook game because you don't have grips. But in the gi, there's just, there's a punt, you know, with knee shield and half guard, that type game. There's just so many different ways to play. But that's my point is I started having to like, let's, let's work on the underhook and work that part of this position more, you know? Yeah. So it's deep, but that's why it's like a never ending study. You know, it is. Sometimes I just get overwhelmed because I'm like, I need more time to learn this. I just need, (laughs) you know, you need to put more time. Like you could just spend all, I mean, literally you could just spend, I I'm still seeing new stuff. Like I see new stuff all the time, not only new to me, but I'll look in the comments and people are like, Oh, what? Like this is like, people are still coming up with very unique moves and submissions. And, you know, I mean, it's just developing even further. I know I was watching an Espen video. It just, I think it might've popped up on, it might've been like a promoted something for Cause you know, they've got this new online wolfing Academy and oh, uh, yeah. it, it might've been like some sort of ad or something that was pushed to me, right. but it caught, you know, it caught me. Yeah. Um, because it's jujitsu and it shows Espen like doing this crazy barambolo to the mm-hmm. back. And it was something that I had never seen before. And the only thing that was different in some of the other stuff was the foot transition. And I was like, I, I had to like watch it a couple times. And then I was like, ah, oh, man, this guy, like, he's just so good. Like it's, I know. it's he's I was, just so good. I was watching his stuff the other day. Cause I, I'm following him on Instagram and stuff. And I've met, you know, I know him. Yeah. Cause he, he's coming to chill fit before and yeah. stuff when he was in town. Great guy. And he was, he's just, to me, he was super quiet, but he's just like an assassin with the, especially with the Barambolo, you know? And like he had, he has, did you ever see that one? There's like a video of him doing 10 variations. They're very quick. It's yeah. so great. Like you look up Espen 10 variations of the Bolo or something. And it was a few, several years back, but I saw a new one he did the other day. It was like the five, five Barambolo options. And th- that was the same thing. It's like the complexity with the legs when you're, you know, it's one, th- I'm like watching it 10 times. Literally, I was just kept watching. I'm like, what is he doing right here with this, this leg movement? Cause he's, he has all these options from those positions being upside down. Yeah. And that's just something I don't do. And it's like, that's a whole nother level in that position of being that um, intricate, you know, yeah. and having different levels within where I'm just, if I do, a, if I'm bolo and I just like, Go for it. I'm spinning around. (laughs) Just go for it. That's pretty much me, you know, and I'm just flailing. I usually end up in a good position or, you know, but it's like, I'm looking at him and he's like moving foot, foot to leg to behind the knee here and flipping these grips here. And this is all while you're upside down and he's, he's teaching it slow, but he, this guy does this in full speed. Yeah. Crazy precision. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's that's what i mean i mean there's just yeah. that's what that's what makes it so great you know there's just so many different flavors those guys when those guys came out in 20 was it 2017 those guys came out mm-hmm. for uh world's camp and they i went to the class and they taught this uh it's almost like a variation of the omoplata from the from the omoplata suite mm-hmm. and whether you don't keep the and it's it's cool because Orlando teaches to go flat and roll a person over. Well, mm-hmm. 
Tommy, I think it was Tommy and Espen that were teaching the class. They like to like dive their knee in so that when the person loads up, you load them up on your knee and then sweep them over. Mm-hmm. And so like, it's just like you little, were saying little tweaks, little tweaks of People the way have their different, different flavor. Yeah. yeah. So I, I like now it's, I do both. So it yeah. depends on like what the, my opponent's reaction is and what they're doing, whether I go flat and do it like Orlando does it or whether I stuff that knee inside and load them up. So it's you like that position too. I do like that position. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's just, it, it gets really deep. And then when you learn from different people, like we've been fortunate to learn from so many different people. Um, and then, you know, I always train when I travel. So I go to stop into gyms and pick things up here and there. And, yeah, um, you just get fortunate to train with so many different people and get these different looks and, um, you know, you can, you put those things into your game and based on the different looks that your opponent gets as your chains start to develop and mm-hmm. you see these looks over and over and over again, it, you just find those, find those little, little bitty details that make all the difference. It's yeah. such a cool, cool experience. Yeah. You have so much, uh, there's so much content out there now, you know, it's like traditionally I mean, honestly, traditionally, up until, you know, the time of social media, really, which 10, 15 years, probably up until that time, most of the stuff a person learned was straight from their instructor. Mm -hmm. Imagine how much that's changed now, you know? I mean, no one was seeing, unless you're watching some VHS tape of another Academy's training program or something in the 90s, you know, there's not... Like we're so fortunate now. There's just so much you can learn so much. And especially if you're, if you have a base school, obviously you need an academy, but you can have all this supplemental training. We've talked about it a million times here, but this is just something that wasn't available before. Yeah. I mean, and that's what made me think when you were, because it's, it's enjoyable actually to have different instructors. Like where I'm at a school, there's different coaches and stuff. So, um, my buddy uh, Heath the other day dropped in and taught a class that I was in and it was a completely different, totally different class, you know, but that's just because he's different and he has a different Mm -hmm. teaching style and it was great. And it got to me, you know, it got me thinking about that exact thing. It's like, here's this guy, he's been teaching these other classes that I haven't gone to. And there's a whole nother, you know, wealth of information there. You know, an experienced guy like that. So we're pretty fortunate in that way. Most, most, you know, most people have that, you know, and obviously there's plenty of schools where you still have your main instructor and your main professor, the owner of the school, and he's teaching all the time. But all, even those people, if you only have one coach at your school, you're still getting exposure on social media. I mean, you can go to YouTube and search every minute of every day from now until eternity. And you're going to yeah. find different jujitsu videos. There's that yep. much content now. So we got to take advantage of that, you know, or, and, you- and it's, you know, I mean, it's just, you have all this other opportunity to learn from different people and it just, it gives you a different, it, it helps give you a different set of eyes. Yeah. You know what I mean? On, yeah. on the same problem a lot of times. And it's, it's just interesting to me because before I'm sure information and technique and stuff you would teach your students was pretty guarded, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's traditional martial arts school is you guard your, you don't, you're not really sharing or training with other schools. That's just not how it was. I mean, other schools were your competition, you know, the community was much smaller, much tighter knit in terms of your own gym. But now we're living in this world where everything's you can watch everything i mean it's, yeah you can turn on if you have flow grappling and you're just want to watch some jujitsu i mean you can watch match after match and you learn from those matches or you can you know you can watch instructionals all day online for free so it's crazy it is it's so much it's almost it, it almost like overwhelms you if you're totally <laughs> you're trying totally. to like what what am i because 
there's just so much, you know, it's like, if you're training in the gi, like I am all most of the time, it's like, I'm 50% of my body is the leg game, right? I mean, you can only do so much of that learning in the gi, you got to get into no gi then and opens that game up. Yep. And that's like something I'm like, I got to do that more. But then I know you got to go a lot and that's just a lot to learn. Yeah. So there's just so much. I mean, to me, the the road to black belt just means it's it's when it all gets started. You know, when you get your black belt, then you're you're versed in all these areas so that you can really begin the journey. I mean, yeah. think about it. That's really what you're 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 a striped up brown belt. I mean, if you got promoted tomorrow, you're gonna just sit on your laurels and go, Oh, I'm a black belt now. Oh, <laughs> I, I achieved it. Now I'm God, you know, no, it's, you will feel no different. You're going to still feel like I got a lot to learn. Yeah. And that's for sure. That's basically what all the black belts that I've talked to, that's, you know, that's their attitude. There's no, there's no final, really destiny, final finish line or final destination. Yeah. There's not. I mean, it's just really just how long can you train for? Cause there's always something to learn. There's always something to learn. There's always a skill to refine. There's mm-hmm. always an area of your game that needs needs some attention. There's always something, you yeah. know, like it's great. Like, you, you know, and you were saying about how much content and you were just talking about the stuff that's out there that's free. Right. Now, if you want to pay 50 bucks a month or whatever and get uh, MG in action or you want to see how Atos is doing this stuff out there. You want to see the Mendez brothers, if that's your style or whoever it is that you like. And then you want to dive into their curriculum. My goodness, there is just so much. It, 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 like, it really does. It is, like you were saying, it is overwhelming how much content is out there and how it's almost like, open source jujitsu that is just totally. like completely yep. everybody is contributing to this wealth of knowledge that so I mean, cool it's it's crazy it, and, it happens at the micro level on the mat when you're yeah. sharing that info with a brand new person and it happens at the macro level like you just said like everyone is sharing yeah everyone wants to share the information and show what they can do and it's pretty incredible like what other trying to think of any other activity or sport that's like that you know it's it's very unique in that way i think well i'll tell you professionally what's going on uh that is complete opposite in my profession where uh people you know it used to be when you would get out of school you would you know the place that you work they would they would kind of mentor you they would teach you skills um that mentorship has gone away and it has gone towards these um, almost like pay. I mean, you do have to pay. So you have to, if you're going to jump into one of these programs they're called they're it's different than like a medical residency, but they're calling it a residency. Right. Right. And what you do is you sign up and you have to go through the interview process and get accepted. And you have to take a, I mean, it's basically a third of your wages gone. And that's when you get mentorship. So you have a choice when you get out of school where you're either going to go at it on your own and say, I am trusted. I am smart enough that I can figure this out and that my experience is going to get me where I need to go. Or I'm going to sacrifice a third of my pay cut or a third of my pay Mm-hmm. work for a significantly lower price than what I feel that I'm worth in order to gain this mentorship. And I, so I sought out a bunch. I chose the first route where I was like, well, I think that I'm smart enough to figure all this out. Yeah. And I knew I was going in such a niche market with jujitsu and I knew, I know what grapplers need. Yeah. Um, that I was like, there's just no chance that I'm doing that other option and I don't believe in it. And it's, it I feels started, like it takes the information away from exactly, the community. That's exactly what I was getting to is that I started seeking these, I started seeking people out professionally and all but one person said, well, you need to go and do this residency. And I was like, so wait a minute. So like 
if I want to come up here and spend my time watching you work and you treat and pick your brain about the, your information, you won't allow me to do that, to spend my time with you. So you're going to guard your information like this is some proprietary knowledge. This isn't even getting paid? This isn't even getting paid. Wow. So I, ju- I, would, I was just wanting to go spend some time with somebody. I really wanted to develop a relationship where I could, uh, if I wanted to you know, send you, if I have like a really complicated. Yeah. That's uh, what you want to do. That's that's what you want to do. Right. Traditionally. I mean, normally. Right. Hey, look at this technique or I've got, look at this, look at this grappler. Like what is he doing here Mm -hmm. that let's break this down? Um, because I can't quite wrap my head around what's happening. You know, that's a normal interaction. And so, but that mentorship got, monetized right and somebody it took, had to make money on it and exactly and so yeah. um it's the complete opposite problem of what's happening in jiu-jitsu and i love this i love what's happening in jiu-jitsu for this reason because if you you want to see how whoever does whatever mm-hmm. you have all of that wealth of knowledge that is available to you at, right in your fingertips and it's people that are contributing so much on the mats. They're so open with techniques and teaching and yeah, and all of that. I just love seeing that um, aspect to jujitsu. Yeah, it's it's adding so much value to the the sport. Yeah, you know? it just propels it forward. Really, I mean, advances it. Yeah, because it's just it's out there and it, and it grow, it grows the sport as well because. I, I literally know people that don't train jujitsu and they're like, oh yeah, I saw this video on this guy. You know, now it's like in the mainstream, like people talk about it. It's really like, I've noticed that like in the last four or five years, especially, you know, no longer is it just what, what do you do? Like yeah. everyone I talk to now, just in regular walks of life, like at chill fit or something, they come in and people are very much more aware of it. Yeah. So it's, it's, I think I saw somewhere it was like the fastest growing sport in the U.S. or wouldn't surprise fastest me, growing, fastest growing activity or something. But uh, it's I mean, crazy, out there, man. it is crazy. I mean, out there in the valley, I mean, it blew up. It blew up. I mean, yeah. you can. I mean, and I mean, you have to find. You have to look hard to find a bad jujitsu school. Yeah, out there, and I mean, it's just a lot of good stuff. Out there's there. just so much good jujitsu i mean and everywhere man i'm i it just blew up i don't know what happened i don't know how it caught on but man once it caught on man it spread like wildfire yeah got into the mainstream you know got into the mainstream ufc helped but joe rogan you know honestly he's probably there's probably tens of thousands of people that heard him talk about jujitsu and started (laughs) because of him i'm one of them i mean that's yeah that's the reality of his reach, you know. Yeah. I still, I, I had somebody the other day, like a couple of weeks ago, come in, and I didn't even know they were training. They had been a, a client of mine. I hadn't seen him in like a year at at Chill Fit, but uh, they started training again, and that that's totally what it was too. And it was just funny because I hear it, it's like, oh yeah, I, I just kept hearing Rogan and guys talking about it on his podcast, and thought I'd check it out. And the guy has been training now for a while, and I'm just like, huh. I was just like, I can relate to that because I did, that's what happened to me years ago. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's in the, you know, and he's not the only one. Now you got podcasts that are, you know, people that are, you know, celebrities are doing jujitsu and it's in the mainstream, you know, they made that great jujitsu movie with Nick Cage. Oh man, I heard it had no Did you watch it? Please tell me no you watched it. Way. Oh my god. I I want to though. I need to. I heard there's no jiu-jitsu I in know. it. I know. Who signed off on that? I <laughs> I couldn't crazy. believe it. I watched the trailer for that and I just I was like face palming, man. I was I like, know. "Oh, what is going on with the this comments, trailer?" The comments on some of the trailer movies, I just couldn't I I'm like, "Wow." I mean, it's really hard like it it boggles my mind that that movie would get made. Not yeah. only that it didn't have jujitsu, but it's just so like movies are so bad. So many people invest so much money and time into those movies to make something that's actually, is there no one on set going, maybe we should do a little jujitsu here. 
at least make it legitimate unless it's a complete just farce of a movie and they're just making fun of everything you know and that was it was that bad that i read a lot of comments they're like this had to be intentional and it's like no i know like you would think there would be somebody on set that was like hey yeah. Does somebody. anybody here do jujitsu? <laughs> the name and, of the movie yeah. is jujitsu. <laughs> Maybe look up Wikipedia and at least read a little bit about it and watch a video or two. Yeah, I <laughs> I couldn't believe it, but yeah, I. That's uh, just going to give that definitely gave jujitsu a bad name because there's people that probably saw that and were like, "This is what, what is this, this is jujitsu?" Because no, no one's going to know. Like if you don't know jujitsu, yeah. if you're totally clueless and You've, you don't even know jujitsu versus Muay Thai or karate. Like you probably think they're all the same. And then you see that movie probably like this jujitsu sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but what is this jujitsu? I mean, my, this, this is always my favorite. My, my nephew has been training a year and he's already a black belt. Where, what, where <laughs> yeah. do you rank? That's like my, uh, that's you're, my, you've been training three years and you're only a blue belt. Oh yeah, my God. Wow. What a loser. I know my nephew. He's just—he's such a killer. Dude, Breaks you know, so many boards. I worked in. Uh, obviously, I worked a a big business here in town for twenty years. SRP, the utility here. Yeah. And one of my last jobs, I was. Uh, I was an analyst for this guy. He's a director, and he's—he's he's a nice guy, and he would always greet me. And it was probably when I was—I think I was a probably a white belt, maybe turning into a blue belt. But he was one of these guys that was so, it was so stereotypical of the, the, the person that doesn't know jujitsu and does like the karate motion. Like he would literally, oh, I'd no. come in from training in the morning. He'd be like, so did you do jujitsu? And he'd do, give me some karate. Mo-. I swear to God, dude, this is the, the director. And I would, I just had to bite my lip, just trying not to laugh. Cause normally that is, I just crack up at that. I'm like, Cause it was just, it's, he might as well have been a, a real live meme. I mean, it was yeah. so funny <laughs> and I'm just sitting here going with my head in my hand. Oh my God. And I tried to explain what it is, but every time, and I would even explain, I'm like, there's no striking, you know, in the jujitsu we do, there's no striking or kicking or anything. And I'm giving the whole spiel. I'm proud of my jujitsu. I'm a couple years in all stoked. And next day he comes in with the karate chop and I'm just like this. Nope. It's never going to end with this guy. <laughs> Dude, I had a roommate that used to do that to me. We lived <laughs> together and it was brutal. And I would always, I'd always try and, you know, I'd try and be nice. And, you should come check it out, man. You know, as you know, he's sitting there playing like Skyrim or something. And he'd be like, oh, you headed off to go do your karate and like <laughs> give me the karate hands, you know? And I'm just like, how rude. Oh, man. Dude, you should, you know, you should come check it out. No, I'm good, man. It is just like, oh, okay. Oh, man, it's too good. Uh, so so annoying sometimes, but I can laugh about it now. What's your go-to for online training? What what uh, Have you ever paid for online training? Or I did got, MG in any... action. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I did MG in action for a while. It was like in the early days. Yeah. And I, it, it, funny enough, I'm uh, not a subscriber anymore to MG in action, but there's a bunch of stuff from top, side control that i picked up from there yeah that is still a part of my game and um there's a couple of go ahead go ahead i was gonna say i think that's that's what these things do that's where i was gonna get to it's like you you watch these when you when you pay for a service or you're into it or you're watching one single person you know and that it's not your coach or whatever but you get dialed in on that Though, I mean, you have all this access to the content. Yeah. So you start picking up those tendencies and putting those moves in play. And then next thing you know, you got Marcelo Garcia moves all over the mat, you know? Dude, I know. it, And it's uh, it's wild. I was explaining this exact series that I picked up from MG in action for, to uh, my training partner right now, actually. And, um, and I've explained this as like a specific gi grip that Marcelo uses and then um, he like really comes off on one side and then he, he, uh, kind of baits the person to turn in from what position from, um, it would almost be like if you're in, uh, if you're, you could take it from like a De La Hiva and then backstep 
Mm -hmm. So then you've got your inside leg between their legs. Right. So what he does is he'll pull their gi out on the far side and like create a bunch of tension and lean back and put his like elbow up and get isolate that far arm. Mm -hmm. And then what he'll do is he'll come off to one side to that near side. He'll pull his weight really far heavy on that side. And when the person turns into them or into him, uh, he uses that hook that's between their legs to hook and take the back. It is like so sick. And so I was going through this just recently and it's like, just. You recalled it. Recalled it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, um, it was right there. So. It's valuable stuff. Super valuable. I've actually been thinking about, um, subscribing. I'm, I'm going to try out a couple different ones. Do you have any that you, that you like? Yeah. Hodger. Hodger. Hodger Gracie TV. I, I absolutely love it. It's so great. I mean, he's the goat, but yeah, I, I like his game a lot anyway, but, um, I've been using it for a couple of years, but I, there was a long break where I was paying for it and didn't even go on there for at least a year. But I just knew I was just basically, I was paying for it to have that glossary in case I needed it. Cause there's just so much on there. But recently, since I've came back this summer, you know, since I've these last few months I've been training, I've been on it a lot more. <clears throat> especially when I'm teaching a technique or something and I want to make sure that I have uh, everything down, you know, just from the moment you get on the, in the position with the person and whether it's, and, and I, it's not only him, but I I'll review when I'm doing that, make sure I'm covering all my bases because yeah. I don't want to explain through a position where I'm forgetting to explain this little detail over here that I might be doing every time, but I'm leaving out of the instruction, you know? So I love it, man. I've been <clears throat> a lot of my game, a lot of those ad additions that I've talked about before, where I'm adding pieces to the, you know, to obviously to whatever you've been playing for all these years. That's a lot of those additions are from him, you know. Um, so it's my, my, one of my instructors is a huge Braulio fan and his site's awesome too. And, uh, so just that lineage and those guys, Braulio and Hodger, Gary's always been a huge fan of them. Yeah. So it's kind of passed down through me and I've always studied both those guys' games a lot. Um, but Hodger just makes everything. It just turns it into, it's so simple, you know, he's just, so it's very practical jujitsu, but I really enjoy it because I can just, it'd be struggling with the position and I'll just Google whatever, you know, or search it on his site. You just search a position or a keyword and boom, you just got all these. And it's not only him, but it's his dad, oh, Mauricio, Mauricio yeah. Gums. So that's great. There's got, and then he has a couple of his other black belts even have other instructions on there. There's so much content and it's really, I picked it up like on a black Friday deal. I recommend that if anyone, you know, it was, pretty significant cost savings when i got it so um i don't know i think it's like 12 or 14 bucks a month or something if you pay it all year round you know so yeah there was a to me that's that's a little price to pay for some extra curricular and honestly the reason why those things stick when you're watching that type of stuff and a lot of my jujitsu comes from like video study it's because it's a different way of learning it's a video it's a mm -hmm. visual learning experience so for me especially it kind of it does definitely i retain it more when i'm watching it like that i'm watching yeah. it over and over and over versus if you're at the school you you it's one and done you know yeah. you better be paying attention and you know and obviously you're learning from your instructor but it's it's not the same i can't keep rewinding and watch it if i want to study it for 30 minutes that night yeah so that is definitely a benefit of that visual type um, online. It's really the content is the, the powerful part of it. I mean, every, we're learning visually, whether we're on the mats or on the computer or on your phone, but it's just that access to that recorded, recorded session, you know? Yeah. You can keep watching over and over again. And then within that, they all have this, I'm sure, but within his site, um, you can just go on there and, I favorite stuff. So, you know, then you have like a favorites list. So mm -hmm. those are my go-tos, you know? So I only, I keep like the, 
the favorites on there where I'm always putting these into my game. And so I kind of use it as like a training tool. So, and I do that like on my phone too. If I have videos, I'll save them to my, to like a certain album where maybe this, these, these are ones I really like. And then there's like an album or something where I'm like, these are ones I want to review periodically and put these, keep getting the, put these in the mental memory and put them into my game. Yeah. So I was uh, having a conversation with um, one of our other coaches, Josh, and he, we were actually talking about this very topic. And um, I was talking a little bit about coaching and uh, teaching and stuff like that. And he says, you know, he, he told me straight up, he said, you know, you need to have one of these resources or even a couple of these resources because you're not going to, be able to teach the things that you're strong at all the time. And so you need to be able to, you know, if there's something that an area that you may not feel super comfortable teaching, you need to be able to look it up and to see how these guys teach it. That way you can make sure that you're hitting those exact same points. And by doing that, not only are you installing that into your own game, but you're able to teach it then to other people. So, um, it, it helps your teaching. It also helps um, your jujitsu and it helps you also pass on that information because it's not the the position you, you're teaching may not be one that you're comfortable with teaching yet. hundred percent. So I, I, I took that. I totally I like, agree. Yeah. Wow. That is a, that is such a huge piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is somebody that has really influenced my jujitsu and, uh, yeah. and mine too. Yeah. And so he, when he said that to me, I was like, wow, that is, mm-hmm. that is a, that's he's a really big, good coach. Oh, he's so good. Yeah. And so, that's, you know, that's what they should be doing. That's what you should be doing. You got to be humble and know that you're not, you know, I mean, that's what you want to do is transfer the knowledge in the most perfect way, whether it's from your head instructor, or it's from an online school, whatever, you know, you want to, it's what you're doing. Yeah. Teaching. Might as well yeah. do it right and get the technique right. I mean, that's why, that's what makes a strong grappler. That's what it's all about. That is for sure, man. And so, yeah, that's, uh, I'll be in the market for one of those um, resources here again. There's so soon. many now. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was, There's so many. I'm not going to lie that I've been, I've been kind of looking at, I've been looking at that Autos resource, to be quite yeah. honest. I mean, those guys are such powerhouses right now. Yeah. That it's hard not to want to know what they're doing over there. <laughs> yeah. And they have so many, so many. Galvan has great videos. He's good. Yeah. He's a great teacher. I great love teacher. watching his techniques. I've learned, I've had several that I really like from him. Yeah. But there's so many, you know. It's I know. Like, that's the whole thing. It's like you just got to, you know. Find find one that you're not only like their game and you want to learn some stuff, but it's got to work for you too. It's got to be like, uh, I'm sure they don't all come across the same to everyone, yeah. you know? So if it's your style and you like the way they're teaching, then, but let me know how that goes. I See definitely you find. will, man. So let me ask you, man, do you have any uh, 2021 goals? Um, Yeah. <laughs> mostly uh mostly having to do around my businesses you know so in terms of in terms of my business it's just kind of bringing you know basically just getting out of this 2020 hellhole honestly as a small business owner um getting back to normal probably i'm just trying to like go through the motions and be able to like start growing our business again coming in the new year. I mean, this COVID thing is just like just made everything really up and down and a crazy year for everyone. So, but we're here and that's good. We still have our business. So as long as everything stays open, we're just going to be building that back up. That's goal number one. And my same with my apparel company in terms of goals for that professionally, um, just putting out new stuff, getting some new clients and followers and putting out some sick gear. That's my goal there. And jujitsu wise, um, and health wise, really, I'm, I'm just 
more of the same. We talked about it last week, maintaining that balance and um, with training in life. And really, I'm just trying to always perfect that. So I don't have any like uh, finite goals where I'm saying I'm going to compete at this tournament or something for jujitsu. I mean, for me, I I have some goals in terms of how often I want to go and how quickly I want to advance my knowledge. So, um, you know, there's always just expectations I put on myself. So I'm just, and it's not like stripes or belts or anything, but it's just more of like, if I continue to train and keep my head in the game and do the things I've been doing, increase that a little bit, maybe start, you know, being more consistent with jujitsu. And by that, I mean, I'm, I've just been going two once in a while, three times a week, these last few months as I'm coming back on the mats, but making that more regular, um, you know, more often. And, uh, but I'm always, you know, like I said before, I never really miss a week or anything. You know what I mean? I'm never just taking weeks off at a time. So for jujitsu, it's just building that momentum back up, um, starting to feel healthier and healthier, get my body right. I still feel like I I rolled today and I, my jujitsu cardio is just definitely still not there. And so that just comes with doing more jujitsu for me. So I just got to get that, keep that going, get in better shape. And um, if that happens, then we'll just see how the next, you know, how the latter half of the year plays out. I let, you know, I wanted prior to 2020, I wanted to compete in 2020. Mm, that's... But uh, that thing just, that just went right out the window Yeah. Um, with injury and COVID and, and especially being like, the tournaments being across country like this just doesn't work for me i'm such a busy person i need to have quick access hits for tournaments you know if i'm traveling to a tournament i'm taking time off i better be able to fly in fly out in a couple of days you know yeah make a quick trip of it because i don't even get to take many vacations so you know it's just one of those things you're trying to juggle for yeah. me time off work what's my goals for jujitsu what are my family oriented goals um mixing all that together and trying to like balance life. Mm-hmm. But goals for, for, for health and fitness is I'll be honest, I've been eating like shit. So that is one thing I, I my number one goal come and I never make like a new year's resolution. I just never do, but I do, yeah. I will focus on it. Like our house is being renovated part of it. So we don't really have a, a working kitchen. So just been eating out a lot and eating crap. And I'm starting to feel like crap. <laughs> you know, yeah. just, so I've never craved healthy food so much. But um, when our house gets done in several weeks here, we're going to get back on some kind of low-carb train, maybe even go keto for a little while and play that game a little bit. We did that for a year before. Um, so health-wise, just getting – better nutrition honestly and just start starting to i'm i'm looking at 2020 as like a ramp up you know for me i'm already training a little bit getting through the holidays you know eating like crap i'm just gonna start trying to make 2021 a healthier year for both physical and mental you know i mean it's just been a real tough year for a lot of people including myself and I know a day doesn't change anything or the flip of the calendar year, but you know, we got to have something to look forward to. I'm hoping that 2021 doesn't drag on and become 2020 part two, you know, it's like, yeah. let's get this thing going. And so I'm just trying to stay positive with everything and live a busy life and try to spend some more time with my family and take care of my health. That's really my goals, you know, just continue doing it. I, pretty productive person. So I just got to squeeze some more out of myself too, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I think you nailed it with, uh, not letting 2021 be in be 2020 point, you know, 2.0 or whatever, yeah, exactly. however you, however you stated it, I think you nailed it. Um, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat with a lot of that. I've been pretty good with training. Um, not quite in, you know, I'm not in competition, shape by any means um that is one thing that i want to man i just hope i hope that uh the last half of 2021 there's uh things are a little bit more available as far as competition wise i'm you know i don't know i don't i don't know if 
I don't know if I'm alone. I'm sure a lot of the listeners are feeling this too. Maybe they are competing or maybe they're getting the itch, but seeing Masters Worlds and seeing, Mm -hmm. you know, the who's number one and all these fight to wins and getting uh, you pumped Pan Ams. Yeah, man, getting you fired up. You know, Mm -hmm. you see your friends out there hitting these podiums and everybody having success and it's very uh, motivating. It's very motivating. And, um, you know, I want to be, I, I, I want 2021. I, I want to be, uh, right there beside them. Yeah. Doing, doing some of that same stuff, you know? So that's great. And everything that comes along with it, kind of like you were saying, you know, you got to dial in your nutrition, you got to get mm-hmm. your weight, right. You got to, um, you know, be focused on, yeah. On so many other things. So, I mean, yeah. That's, exactly. that's kind of what I got when I was watching master world or master worlds this weekend. It's like, I had that same feeling I'm like, oh man, this would be great. You know, it, it's getting me the itch to get out there and yeah. you, know, you just feel that excitement and the nervousness and the whole deal. But then I quickly realized, I was like, I am in no, there's just no way. Like I'm just not in condition for that. I haven't been training. The intensity of training would have to pick up so much Yeah, uh, for me to do that type of that tournament. I mean, to show that tournament and pay that tournament the respect it deserves, I mean, you better be ready. Yeah. You know, because everybody, most everybody else, if they're going to travel cross country to do jujitsu and they're That's serious, to win. like, yeah, exactly. So that was one, that was what I was realizing and came to terms with. It's like, oh, I got to get, and if I do even want to compete, I, I have a long way to go. You know, I'm got to get super healthy, got to get my body right, got to start training harder more yeah. consistent, taking care of, you know, not eating like crap. So. Yeah. It's interesting. I feel you. Yeah. Like the, you know, the, the competition part of it is an hour. Yeah. You know, you yeah. show up in the bullpen, compete a some, yeah. yeah, a couple hours, you know, it's everything else that goes into it. That is, you have, that you have to dial into yeah, nutrition, sure. you know, your cardio, um, keeping healthy, keeping, you know, injuries down, keeping yeah. on the mats, keeping the intensity up, managing training and life and family and school and work and all this. So it's like a, it is the balancing act part of it that, um, you have to, to be focused in on in order to make that two hours, um, to maximize that value. 100%. maximize that yeah. that that experience because it yep. i mean dude we've both done masters worlds and it i mean it is just before covid i mean it's such i mean you walk in you go to vegas you walk in it's intense the stadium is just uh i can remember you know you walk like there's that really long hallway walking in yeah and you walk <laughs> in and it's just this massive stadium that is just full packed and it's competitors it's teammates it's just chaos and then you've got you know you've got these other high level adult competitors that are doing seminars and you've got travis stevens out there doing a judo seminar and you've Mm -hmm. got uh it's just you walk in and it is just an incredible experience like i just I 2017 that one we both did together that was fun because that was so much fun remember they had like uh Halfway through our day, the day we went, or whatever day it was, I think it was the last day, it was, um, they had like the legends. Do you yeah. remember that? Yep. I do. Like these 10 red and yep. black belt, like red and white belts came out of them, yep. all these old dudes. That was so cool. Like they got a standing ovation. And, yeah. And they, they presented them with some high honor or something, but these yep. guys were literally training jujitsu for like 50, 60 years, some crazy number. Yeah. And there so, was also uh, like super fight. There was super fights like Buchecha. It was like yeah. Buchecha and maybe Galvao. Something like I don't that. Remember it was, who fought that one? I yeah, they had a bunch of these crazy super fights. It was just it was, that it was, was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So I'm I'm pining for those days. Yeah. Um, to be quite yeah. honest. So. Well, we'll see. Vaccines are. Uh... They're getting out there. Yeah. We'll see if yeah, that my makes wife a, got hers. Did she? Then yeah. see if it makes a dent and see if it moves things in the right direction. And both 
medically for people and also just socially, you know, hopefully we can just settle down as a society and we get over this together. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. I'd like for people things to normalize. It, you know? I know it's, it's too bad. I hate to see it, but, um, you know, all in all, you know, 2020 was kind of a shit year, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, like you and you, I, we did a lot with our businesses we did a lot and, and yeah, and, personal goals and, uh, we created this podcast. So that's right. That's, uh, it's one of the best things that come out of 2020. Yeah. We so did, I, uh, we, what we're on episode 12. We, uh, as a little rundown, little recap of 2020, we did our first episode on September 22nd, which was our join us podcast. Kind of just introduce ourselves. The impact on mental health, episode two, episode three, competition habits, episode four, blue belt blues. We had etiquette in the academy, white belt fury. That was a fun one. That was a fun one. Take care of your body. Prepping for Lockdown 2.0, COVID fatigue, self-defense. And last week we did the maintaining balance between training and life. So, Man, we've covered a lot, a lot of bases. It's been a fun run of weeks. And uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in with us in 2020. If you're new to the podcast, Wes and myself, we're both brown belts. We've trained together for years uh, here in Arizona. Wes recently, within 2020, moved over to Fort Collins, Colorado. So he's adjusting his training experiences there and adjusting to life for a while in the cold, <laughs> the, the real cold. Yep. And uh, Wes is a doctor in physical therapy and he owns the BJJ Physio. So search that on social media if you guys want to support. You heard his, his stories with his athletes he's working with. Basically, Got one guy working his shoulder out so he didn't have to get surgery. So, yeah. And, and he helped me tremendously this year as well with my knee injury. So, I can personally attest. You want to contact Wes if you have any of those, uh, direct contact is by the way, you're just going to talk to the man himself, no, yep. no secretary. So, reach out to him, myself. Um, I own Chill Fit Cryo. So, if you're in Arizona, you want to get cold. You want to freeze your ass off for the good of your body and health? Check us out. We're in Tempe, Chill Fit Cryo. If you're uh, anywhere outside of Arizona, if you're in Arizona, you can stop by. But otherwise, you can support us by supporting RollUnion.com, which is my apparel company. We're an independent company uh, making premium jujitsu gear. So if you guys want to follow follow our personal accounts and... Um, our, our our professional accounts, I should say. And that's just a huge boost for us. If we get more eyes on and share our podcast, you know, we're here to just kind of share our own journey. And it's been fun. I mean, we go back to the summertime when we started developing this and we we talked a lot about it before we ever went online. And there was a lot of development in those. Yeah. I mean, we've got like, I, I don't know how long that document is. I but it's got to be 10 pages worth of just development yeah. stuff. And we only stopped because we started recording. Yeah. <laughs> we I were know. ready. Yeah. But uh, it's been fun, man. So it everybody, has. in the meantime, go and catch up on our episodes, go subscribe. We need more subscribers and we need more reviews, honestly, if we're going to grow and help other people get onto the road to black. So introduce it by sharing it with other people. If you're talking about it, we've had a lot of direct messages and we appreciate all that support. Anything to add Wes for the, the wrap up. It's going to be a good 2021 for the road to black podcast. We've got some really exciting things coming up that we believe in and, uh, think our, uh, the listeners are going to really benefit from and, um, going to hit, get to hear, from some new people um, that are going to be able to share their experiences. Um, and it's not just going to be black belts or brown belts. It's going to be, we we're non-discriminatory when it comes to uh, 
Maybe even a white belt. Maybe even a white belt who's going to tell us about his or her experience being a white belt, you know? As and, long as they tie their belt correctly, the path, they, they can pass through. <laughs> we'll have to get them on here and get, and test them in the yes, moment. That, we, that's we will. exactly what we'll that's do. That's going to be a new, That's we're throwing that in. It's going to be the weekly white belt test. That's right. <laughs> we'll pick up some random white belt from a gym and ask him to tie, tie belt your belt in front of us. Tie your belt. Let's see it. There we go. See, we got a lot coming in 2021, guys. So we're excited. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Road to Black podcast. Once again, please support our sponsors, the BJJ Physio. Contact Wes. He'll hook you up with some customized programming for your game. Take it to the next level. Therapy, performance, the BJJ Physio. Also, Roll Union Jiu-Jitsu. Check out the latest styles, jiu-jitsu, casual wear, training gear. Check them out, rollunion.com. Follow on Instagram, at rollunion. Thanks again for listening, everyone, and we will see you next time.